What is up, you sexy motherfuckers? Welcome back to the second episode of the Talk Travel to Me podcast. I am blessed to have my two best friends in the entire world joining me today. My man and co-host of this podcast, Mr. Connor, long hair, don't care, Everingham, and our guest, the powerful Zachary Get Money Goldbranson. Now, if you happen to call either of them by those names and they look at you like you fucking crazy, don't be surprised because I just made that shit up right now. Anyways, today's podcast is still brought to you by nobody. But if you're looking to sponsor a new up and coming podcast, this, my friends, is a great place to start. So on today's podcast, we really delve into Zach's story and how he's gone from being just kind of your average day in, day out hustler to really finding a craft that he can excel in with a skill he's been perfecting his entire life. We talk about how this new path he's on is not only going to change the course of his life and allow him to travel all over the world, but how it has the potential to allow him to help change his family's life along with anyone who is willing to put in the work and follow in his footsteps. Today's podcast is definitely a longer one. It starts out with us just catching up, shooting the shit like we always do. As it goes on, we supply you guys with a ton of what we would call valuable information and we delve a lot deeper into Zach's amazing story, as well as hearing a bit about Connor and myself and our feelings about this crazy adventure we are about to embark on in January. So, without any further ado, sit back, relax, and enjoy that food coma your fat ass is probably in right now. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. This is the Talk Travel To Me podcast. Gobble, gobble. Yeah. You can say that and it doesn't matter. Yeah. Three, two, one. <laughs> we'll do it fucking live. <laughs> all right. Live. All right. We'll do it live. First of all, Everybody's got a drink. That just kind of worked out nicely. Yeah. I mean, barely, but yeah. Yeah, well. Technically, that's 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 our drink. Oh. Because you're drinking it. But True. We've got a little I bit bought, of everything. You've got wine. I bought a bottle of Tito's. Uh, Tito's Spritos? and beer. What'd you call it? Spritos. Spritos. <laughs> Sprite and Tito's. Oh, uh, Spritos. Okay, I got you. I, I wasn't following. That could be a real thing, yeah. Zach, even though that sounded stupid at first. Actually, I th- thought it sounded pretty clever. I did, too. I, mean, I thought you were about you to pour your it. shit in his... <laughs> Is that bottle plastic? No. Oh, maybe it was just I the can. It, the yeah, it looks like somebody tin. spit on this can. <laughs> looks like we're rolling heavy right here. Three drinks. All right. Three... Drink. One drink apiece. Yeah. <laughs> Three different drinks, I should say. Oh, man. <laughs> Sometimes just looking at the shades. Yeah. Stunned you like hard. Em? Yeah. Right. I assume it's because that... Light is super bright right there, and you're facing it. Is it reflecting? Oh, you're right. I can see myself. I like this way better now. Okay. Do you want to put the shade on? Or? 
Is that good like that? No, it's good like that. Alright. How's that beer? What are you drinking? It's called the Pasty, but... Isn't that a Patsy? Patsy. Holy shit. <clears throat> the Pasty. You, you flip the S and the T around. Dyslexic as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I seriously looked at that and I'm like, why the hell do they call this beer the Pasty? And then about three, four minutes later, you asked me what it was called. Does it say Barley Forge Brewing Company? <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's a stout. That's why I fuck with. I like me some dark beers. Listen. <sighs> Listen. No unpaid advertisements. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah Don't sponsor this yeah, podcast. Don't drink the beer unless hey, they pay us. Pasty. Somehow. Don't contact us for sponsorship. No, don't Patsy. Still calling it pasty. pasty. No, I know that's why I call it because that's not a real beer. Yeah, um, but Tito's, you can you can reach us though. Yeah, definitely for real. Seriously, that'd be cool. Tito's. I do love Tito's. They have a lot of hot girls that that uh, sponsor right. for them. You need more men. Definitely you need more men. I was like, I don't need more men. I'm pretty good, bro. Good. No, I was talking to Tito's. I was talking to the people that aren't here. <laughs> that would be cool if we had some girls here. <laughs> a lot cool. of dicks. Where are the boobies? Boobies. <laughs> so, Zach, I'm not sure if you're aware, but Connor and I plan to do a podcast that's mostly, partially, some of it has to do with travel. <laughs> gotcha, yes. And then, and then the rest of it is just. Off the dome, Fuck whatever right. shit that we come up yeah. with. Yeah, I mean, it's just kind of... Which I think that's... Yeah, I think that's good. I think that adds realism to it, you know? Yeah, realism. Has to be. Go a little deep there, that adds some realism to it. Yeah, because if you're just strictly talking about travel, then... It's kind of boring. Yeah. Well, I mean, boring, I imagine a lot of the stuff that we're going to go through while we're traveling is going to be really interesting. Like, there was a lot of stories... That we could have told just about what happened in Bali and shit. Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, bro. Thank you. Um, yeah, of course. But, like, a little rub rub. Yeah. Rub rub rub. No yeah. massage. No massage. <laughs> you gonna tell people where to get the deal? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, so. Every day, man. Shrug we all up. went to Bali together and that was fucking badass. But then you go to Thailand. I did. Which. And Thailand's my shit, but you had a you had a very different, different. experience hold than on, I did. Hold on, hold on. When I went you went there. for the sights, but, but yeah. if we're going to talk about that in general, we first have to at least acknowledge the fact on how we all met, because reflecting back on it, we all met in a very interesting way, but it's crazy how our different lifestyles all collided. Then you can tell your story 100%. because you have to save the juice, bro. Save yeah. the juice a little bit. So yeah. I think, first of all, most of our friends, like just speaking in general, pretty much came from Sean, and yeah, easy there. Don't don't take too much to drink or credit for bringing the friends in. <laughs> credit. <laughs> it's like, credit. It's like I'll take a drink. Yeah, did you that. see my yeah, head getting can, big there? You can, you can drink as much as you want. A lot of the friends came from Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking yeah. head getting big as shit. Yeah. Yes, right, kid. Yeah, I got all the friends. <laughs> Not really. Anyways, but we'll, we'll let Zach tell it a little bit. Zach was already—you were already interested. You were already interested in like going out and meeting new people, and that's what's crazy about like yeah. uh, when you want to meet new people. Somehow they just show up, but yeah, you have 100%. to actually want it. 
You know what I mean? You got to do the things that it takes to go out and meet those people. Yeah, right. So, like, in my life, I, I, wherever I go, because I've moved around a lot, I always, you know, go different places. And in my past, I would always go out and search for the wrong people. But when I came here, I had a different plan of action just because I had a different future and vision. So I, like, went out looking for the right people. So I went to... Um, you know, different entrepreneur seminars, different things like that, and that's where I ended up meeting Sean. Sean, why were you? Why was I at yeah, that why were you there? Why was I at that seminar? Okay, Derek Glasscock. Oh, okay. Yeah. Invited me. He's like, "Yo, you want to go to?" Uh, he said, "What was the guy's name?" Uh, Damon John. Yeah. Damon John. He's like, "Yo, you want to go to uh this Damon John entrepreneur seminar? It'll probably be a good place where." You know, we can network and meet some people for uh, WV. And I'm like, I'm in that stage of my life where I'm like, I should probably go do more shit outside of my normal day-to-day life. So I'm like, yeah, fuck it. I'll go. So we go with, I had no intentions of like enjoying it or taking anything from it or anything like that. And the whole thing goes through. We're about to leave. They're trying to sell us some shit at the end. We're up there. I don't even know. We were talking to some people at the desk. And you came up next to me with your mom. And you're like, I don't even know how exactly it went. Did you ask me if, like, or tell me that we're friends on Facebook? Or Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, yo, we're friends on Facebook. And then you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. What's up? And then I just had... Which <clears throat> I had no fucking idea who you were. So yeah. many people do that. Yeah. They're like, yeah, yeah. We're, we're friends on this. I'm like, yeah, right, yeah. yeah. I'm like, this no, guy yeah. could be potentially creepy. No, 100%, me too. Um, but the only reason why I was just like, you know, uh, because I had... Uh, it's kind of weird. Every time... Or because I had... Uh, um, I had, like, wanted to reach out to you it's just I, I like put it off put it off obviously because I seen you traveling a lot kind of want to see what you're doing um so I just put it off uh all the time but every time I looked at the clock it was so weird every time I looked at the clock after I would think about reaching out to you it was 11 11 and 11 11 has always been like a huge thing in my life um I see that shit all the time yeah so it's just it was it was just really weird and uh um so I knew it was like i definitely should like every time i'd think about it or i'd see like a picture or something like that and then it would cross my mind like yo i'm gonna send him a message i'd look at the clock it was 11 11 just never did it and then when i went there ran into you i was like yo we need to chit chat ended up chit chatting with my mom uh was i was with my mom because she's the same way you know she's totally entrepreneur and into into you know different different things just like i am i went and got beers when got beers at the Irish place, and then you uh, whipped out your little uh, magazine, tried to pitch. Whoa, Whoa yeah, you yeah. Say, say well, magazine whip, after whipped, whipped out, out your little dot 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 <laughs> magazine. Um, it was a good then, size magazine, yeah. bro. I'm yeah. pretty sure I had a picture in it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, whipped out the magazine, and my mom just looked at me and went, "No, no, no," and I was like. Because she had done network marketing stuff before, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So she was kind of familiar with it in that way. Um, had but, you done anything yet? Uh, as far as network marketing, no. But I knew, like, sales, obviously. You yeah. guys know that story. Um, but 
um, as far as like, I wasn't into that. What I was more into was meeting people that were doing shit. Yeah. Right. Because when I first got here, it was like, I just need to run into people that are doing shit because then from there I can make my own way and I can find whatever I need to find through that or through them. And, um, so it was more or less when she was saying no, she was saying no to that, but I was saying yes to opportunity and meeting people that are doing shit. I think so a lot of us ended up joining for, we all have different reasons why we joined, but I think a lot of us joined for the same general reason, which is like, we need a change of our surroundings. Like, yeah. I needed new Something. people. I've been traveling my entire life. Me and my family have been going to some pretty cool places. Yeah. But I never got to travel with any of my friends because they were always broke or they were always busy or they were always this, that, or the other thing. So when WV came into my life, I'm like, shit, these people are exactly what I'm looking for. Like, doing shit. In terms of the business, fuck that. Like, maybe that'll work, maybe it won't work. But taking trips works. Like, I know I can take trips and I know this company is going to surround me with other people that are like to take trips trips too. So I'm like, fuck yeah, I'll do that. And again, same thing with you. It's just like, yo, I want to get around some different people. I want to get around people that are moving forward, yeah. not side to side or backwards. Yeah. And I'm sure same thing with you, Connor, especially coming out of uh, Pine Top, being in that small area. And just like, yo, this is only going to introduce me to more and more people. And yeah. you're probably... You know, it's like one crazy thing, too. It's kind of like, kind of like a different, like a twisted Edison story in a way, because it's like he found out thousands of different ways not to make a light bulb and like when you twist that around and with relationships it's like thing that's similar with world ventures people is we find a bunch of it and this is true today we find a bunch of different ways and things that we like and that we don't like and when you find what you don't like you're always narrowing it down to figure out what you like yeah you know you try more things you figure out what's for you so you do more things finding out right but all those people are curious yeah. You know what I mean? Like all those people are so willing to put themselves out there, regardless of getting hurt, regardless of anything else, just like you, that's what the, the common attraction is. The attraction is to do something different that puts yourself in a new place. Uncomfortable. Regardless right. of what that means though, you know, and that's kind of like what we all have in common. I think that was the most attractive thing about the people that we we attracted was it's like everybody wants that. Everybody has in their mind like I want to try and step outside of my comfort zone. We ended up finding the people that are like, I'm going to step outside of my comfort zone. Like, I'm willing to give this a try. Because nobody likes doing the same. Okay, can't speak for everybody. But the majority of people, I'm sure, don't like doing the same shit. Day in, day out, repetitive, over and over, hamster on a wheel type thing. But they just don't know or they're just not comfortable enough to try something different. We just happen to find the people that are like, hey, fuck it, like, yeah. I'll try something different. And that led me to Connor. That led you to me. That led a bunch of other awesome people in our lives, into our lives. And, I mean, now we're three fucking, yeah. we're the three best friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, it's actually, it's kind of weird how, yeah. we get a, how we get along. I mean, don't yeah. get me wrong. There's yeah. things I like and dislike about each one of you. Yeah, but you've got yeah. the strong religious the guy. <laughs> you've got the... uh Yeah. <laughs> The straight uh, thug from Minnesota, Minnesota. and you've got the athlete, and it's like we all come from these different backgrounds, and we just gel so perfectly. No, yeah, it's just like, you know, like what I've told many people is, um, 
you know, and it's actually the thing that I heard from Connor is, um, you know, an independent person, dependent person, and then interdependent person. So like a, in, a dependent person is dependent on other people. Interde- independent person is only dependent on their self. Interdependent is they get with other uh, independent people and they um, pretty much make up for other things that those other that the other independent people lack on. That's right. And and that's the best kind of friends that you can have. Yeah. Yeah, yeah friends with yeah. fucking goals, man. Friends that yeah. are trying to do shit. Yeah. yeah. The real we, friends with benefits. Yeah. 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 <laughs> this is true. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so had you <clears throat> had you like traveled much before getting into this with us? Like had you obviously you're from Minnesota. I know you lived in Houston, mm-hmm. um, but like any, I know leaving from Bali was the first time that you had left the country. Yeah, but yeah. had you done any like in the U.S. traveling? Like, like oh yeah, any big time traveling um, like that. I would say not too much actually, and I always you know wanted to travel my whole life. Um, like I was always you know grinding or hustling, you could say, to get away to disappear to travel that was like my main goal so um I always wanted to it was always in me and I always knew that I was going to someday and I'm glad that it came sooner but as far as like any major things not really just in the U.S. um went to Florida um vacation you know growing up we didn't do much traveling at all um pretty much traveling for uh, for us was you know, going to grandma's house or um, going to the same Wisconsin Dells uh, (laughs) resort every Mm -hmm. single winter, kind of repetitive thing. But, you know, just because we didn't really have that much money to travel. And uh, now it's kind of funny because my family still doesn't have that much money to travel. But I know like with the path that I'm going, I'm going to be able to, you know, obviously pay for everyone to go traveling here soon. So, yeah. It's huge. For sure. It's not, it's not like you didn't have the money, though. Like Before? Yeah. Like, you, you could have swung it. It just wasn't, like, it wasn't available. Yeah. No, no. It, yeah, it, yeah. As far as, like, around. Yeah, yeah, as far as my family. Right, right. So, before, I definitely had enough money to travel. It's just what that wasn't, like, even, so I wanted to, but that wasn't even on my, um, priorities yeah I I was like I had you know just so much other shit going on that I knew that it was going to end up happening in the future and uh you know when you're in the mix that I was in it's like you're not like yo let's let's go here for a vacation you're more or less like let's go just ball out somewhere yeah so it's different it's different uh yeah especially with and I know people won't know your background and we'll get into that another time but yeah from the life that you lived you getting some money the first thing is not like let's go take a vacation yeah, like yeah, yeah let's, go, let's go yeah. do some family shit or <laughs> yeah. stuff like that it's like yo yeah, go i got money shit. let's fucking ball out <laughs> yeah. like let's do some shit yeah like while i've got this money yeah exactly um so i ended up so we meet and we go through this whole thing we all become really close and I know Connor and I could tell right away that, like, yo, we fuck with this dude. Like, he's, you just seem to fit in real well with us. And I don't know, we just, like, bonded with you really quickly. 
and that was again, we were just trip. yeah, we were just spending so much. Oh, oh that's right. We went to yeah, fucking yeah. Seattle. We did yeah, that road yeah. trip. We did that, that road. That's insane. My that memory like, is so well, shitty, but so that was people bring a stuff month, up. That was the that, first time I met him. That was a month That was the first after, time you met him? Yeah. That was a month after I met you. So you I convinced you to go to Seattle a month after you met no, me. No, so I met trip. you and then and then you're like, yo, we're going to Seattle in a month. And I was like, cool. Like the where, Amazon where do I Yeah, so I was oh, so yeah, I was yeah. doing the Amazon thing. Yep. And I was like, yeah, cool, dude. Like, where do I book? Whatever. Booked it, like, the same day you told me about it. And then I was like, oh, and there's girls going? Like, let's go, bro. And we rented a big van. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, we rented, like, a 15-passenger van. That trip was fucking amazing. That shit was so beautiful driving up there. Like, what time of the year was that? It was, like, June or July? No, it was January. January. No way, it was no. January. No it was way, it was 100%. January. Like February. No I would, put, I would put my life on I think it was February because I was, was working in January. It was January or maybe, oh, it was end of January, beginning of February. Yeah, I think it was beginning of February. 100% because okay. I met you in December and you told me about that and literally you told me sure. and I was like, fuck, I want to go on a trip right now. And then you're like, we're going to uh, uh, Seattle or uh, Portland and uh, road trip up to Portland in a month. And I was like, I'm down, let's go. Then we go. Oh, wait, have we been saying Seattle this whole time we went to Portland? I think you just said Seattle. No, we Seattle. did go to... We did go no, no, to, no, I think, no, that was the I think, Portland trip. Yeah, we went, we we went, went to, Seattle to Seattle a different so, yeah. time. Yeah. Okay, uh, we went to Portland. Port- same thing. I mean, same this thing. Same path and everything. Yeah. That trip was crazy. Yeah. Portland is fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah. We got the, like... You know what's crazy? <laughs> the best memory is the thing none of us wanted to do, at least in my opinion. Get Segway the fucking segways? <laughs> oh, yeah. Segways were yeah. awesome. None of us yeah. wanted to do it. Our boy, Jack. Tell me why Jack. Jack. Love Jack. Jack convinced us. Like, oh, this is going to be awesome. This so, is gonna be a little awesome. tidbit on segways. Uh, whenever I see a guy on a segway, I just want to kick Gay? him. Gay? just yeah, want to kick him like, right in the chest and just yeah. fucking make him fall off. Yep. I'm, I was always like, what a faggot. Just yeah, walking by. And then... And I Real got quick. on a segue, and I was like, Anything what? we say, I do want to address this. Anything we say that is derogatory towards anybody is not actually that. No. Yeah. When we use these terms, it's strictly because... Okay, if you think of somebody on a segue, I don't think of a person that is likes men. I think no. of somebody that's gay. Yeah. It, just, <laughs> it has a separate yeah, meaning. That's a whole it's different separate. meaning. I'm like, look at you, dude. Like, you look like a pansy. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're just like, you're on a segue. Yeah. But we get on the segways, and I'm like, holy time. shit, I time. might have to get one of these. these. So this cool. is the coolest thing. <laughs> yeah. Fuck walking. You're gay if you're yeah. walking. This is yeah. the coolest thing yeah. ever. I got off and I wanted to kill myself. <laughs> I was like, why do I have to walk? Like, who walks? <laughs> who decided walking was a thing? Why do we not all have these fucking wheels? With the, like, why are we not all Paul Blart? I'm fucking romping on one of these. And then Jet is just tearing it up. Oh, yeah. The guy's like, all right, let's fall in line, do this, do that. Jet's like, I'm <gasps> fucking going off roads. He's I'm fucking doing Going off jumps. Picking up bitches on it. Yeah. <laughs> Having geese fall, chase after him and that shit. That trip was fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, it's crazy how that stuff works. And again, it was like, I think the road trip is really what made it because we went... We went to Santa Monica first, right? And we stopped yeah. at the pier, and we fucking yeah. were chilling, and we got food and stuff, and we were hanging out, and then different shifts driving. Some people didn't drive, because we are yeah. like, yo, I don't fucking trust these yeah. people. Yeah, I don't trust, I don't this don't trust these people driving. I'm not dealing with this I shit. I was driving through LA, like, yeah. just smashing, dude. I remember that. So awesome. And then, man, it was just, that was such a cool trip. 
And all those waterfalls, oh, like, yeah. I'm obsessed with waterfalls. And that stretch of waterfalls that we went to yeah. was so freaking Yo, gorgeous. So another thing with the waterfalls, I didn't know that one waterfall that we went to with the bridge, mm-hmm. that's in so many that's pictures. That's super famous. That's in so many pictures, they all movies. They really hard names, too. Um, like, that was one of the best, like, so dream many. trips they had. Oh, yeah, about, without like, a doubt. And they and gave everything. us donuts. They gave us voodoo yeah. donuts on the bus. Yeah. I wish you had an assistant iconic. so you could be like, hey, yo, look. Look this up real quick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, I had a, if I had a Jamie from JRE, I'd be like, "What's yeah. that bridge? What's that yeah. bridge? Yeah. <laughs> the bridge called with hey, the look waterfall." Look this up real quick. It starts with a W. That's all I remember. Yeah, but, <laughs> but no, yeah, it was a hard name. It was They're a hard all, name. I couldn't those. say it if I saw it. Yo, I've seen that in so many movies and magazines and pictures and shit. And I was like, I've been there, dude. And that's what I want to say about so many different places in the world. Is yeah. whenever I see it, I want to be like. Yo, yeah. I've been there. Yeah, I've been exactly. there. Okay, great transition, because how dope is it to be able to say that about, like, Bali now? Like when, okay, so I went to Thailand with Erica for my 25th birthday for a month, and that was my, like, dream trip. Like, my top destination since I was pretty young. I remember when I was younger watching the movie The Beach with Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay. And uh, the movie takes place in Thailand. Like, it takes place on Phi Island. Yeah. Basically, they don't really tell you it's PB Island, but that's where the whole thing yeah. was shot. And just watching that movie, I'm like, that place is freaking gorgeous. I need to go there. The huge rocks coming up out of the water, just the culture, the food. I've always loved Thai food. I'm like, this is number one on my list. So, so you said Bali right away. Are, did you, did you mean Thailand? No, no, no. Because I'm no, gonna. He's just oh, iconic. Okay. So, yeah. Right. so yeah, yeah. I end up going to Thailand. Yeah. And people are like, holy shit, you're going to Thailand. You're going for a month. That's crazy. Yada yada yeah. yada. You're so lucky. I go, have a great time, uh, spend my 25th birthday there. Before I even leave, I'm like, yo, I've got to come back, and I've got to come back with friends. Like, I've, My friends have got to see this shit. This is so incredible. So I'm starting to look, before I even leave Thailand, I'm looking shit up on Airbnb. Like, yo, who would be down to go? Like, where's a cool spot? Oh, I've heard so much about Bali. Because when I was looking up all the information about Thailand... Um, shout out to Lost LeBlanc, just yeah. following his page, watching all his YouTube videos, got so much information about Thailand. Uh, he had a bunch of videos about Bali. I'm like, that place looks fucking amazing. I remember that. I know that's getting more and more popular. Who's interested in going here? And somehow we were able to pull together fucking yeah, 12, 12 people, people to fly six halfway girls, around the guys, yeah. to fly yeah. halfway around the world to fucking Indonesia. Yeah. And pretty crazy. And they're a lot, they're very similar. Bali and oh yeah, yeah. There, I mean, again, because it's that, it's that Asian culture. I mean, so many of those people, especially on the islands, um, in terms of like Phuket, they're just they're such kind people, and their religion just is so heavily karma based. Where it's just like they're they're genuinely trying to be nice to you, and yeah. it's, I mean, and they're so simple. Like their lives are so simple that's like I just work hard and I. Provide for my family. I do this kind of shit. So it's not like we're doing over here in this fir- in the first world country where we're like fucking super worried about my social yeah. media and all this shit. Like you go over there to Thailand yeah. or Bali. Those the people that live there don't give a fuck. Yeah, like, they don't even they don't yeah. care about that stuff. Yeah. So we put together this trip, and this is your first time out of the country. Was it your first time? That was my first time out. Besides like Mexico, besides Mexico, Mexico no that shit doesn't counts. count. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's attached. It's just yeah. another state. Um. <clears throat> And that trip, like, 
I mean, a lot of good, some bad, but that trip like changed my life for in terms of traveling with my friends and how I viewed everything and it really opened me up to like, man, not only was Thailand amazing, but Bali, like I'm sure all this shit is incredible. I wanna know what it was like for you guys, especially being your first time out. Like I kind of knew what to expect because I've been to Thailand. Like, oh, it's probably gonna be pretty similar. Um, but like, what the fuck was that like for you guys? Just the experience of being on a plane for 14 hours, flying on a double decker. We flew on a double decker yeah, out yeah, there, right? Yeah, that plane was super cool. Yeah, just I, the I remember on the plane, of going and uh, getting there. Uh, right away when I found out that planes, international flights had uh, free beer and free wine, <laughs> all I remember was uh, drinking beer and wine until I passed out one time, woke back up. Drank beer and wine until I passed out again and woke back up and we were there. So I think it was, what, 14 hours? Was, yeah. yeah. God, I, I don't like know how you could do that. 13, yeah, I started China. doing that shit and I have to piss like crazy, oh, yeah. like nonstop. And the, and the plain wine gives you such a bad headache. I was dying. <laughs> Sulfate. You telling me it's not that top quality shit? They, ran, they, yeah. they <laughs> ran out of wine because of us. Yeah, yeah. Don't you remember? I they was were like, giving uh, us those yeah, little servings. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, another one. Two? Two, two. Three? Can I just. Yeah. Bring a fucking bottle? Like, yeah. come on. What are we doing here? Stop playing bottle. with my heart. With the beer, yeah. they give you... I remember cheersing. I think the first beer we had was beer. What was that? Was it Chang or something? Yeah. Some yeah. Some yeah. weird Chang. beer in OJ. And we're like, yo, we're yeah. brass monkey yeah, in this brass. shit. I remember the pictures yeah. where we're fucking with the little towels yeah. and they gave us like the little toothbrushes yeah. and all that shit just yeah, in, that the, was money. in the pack. And we're like, yo, this is high quality shit. We're keeping this. Yeah. And I have that picture of us cheers in our fucking Chang beers with our OJs and just doing some real shout American. out to Air China yeah, yeah. shout out to Air I mean, China talk those about, people are so yeah, nice I don't even care if they pay us or not like hook up on the flight yeah yo yeah, yeah that we, we spent less it, than 500 bucks yeah we spent trip. less than 500 dollars to get out there yeah. round trip and yeah. And it stopped in fucking China. Yeah. And we had yeah. enough time to get off. Okay. Shout out yeah. to fucking yeah. Air this China is, I was for say, hooking us up with on. that. Wait, yeah. talk this about this. Is, yeah. Okay, this is the one time. Okay, that might have been cool to you. But this is the one time that I will <laughs> acknowledge the fact that those of you that are not us, which is all of you, <laughs> we found out in China, if you go to a certain stand, if you go to like, I don't even know what it was. Was it a tourist stand or what was it? Just after you get through their super annoying temporary visa oh, yeah, like portion, because you got to wait like an Yeah, hour if you want to leave that. the airport, you have to yeah. have a visa and in, in It China. takes a long time, but you'll get it. You'll get Worth it. Worth it. But China, at the beginning of 2017, started offering deals like for visitors. Like If you get approved for that passport or that temporary visa, they will either give you a free tour paid for by them with lunch or... They'll give you a hotel stay. That's we exercise both of them, and you should definitely do it if you go to China. Like, look for those people because that was I mean, at least a hundred dollars worth. Oh of my god! Yeah. Okay. So we got five star restaurant. We got a uh, a tour guy. Was, was his name Mark name? or something? No, no, no. All I, I can remember was he was like, "I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. We're sitting on the bus. All I heard was the last two. The last two words that he would say, I would understand, and everything else I didn't understand. And we were like, so hyped about it. Right, it was okay, straight, like, he was speaking English, 
with almost all Chinese words. Yeah, and we're cool. just like, what the fuck is he saying? This is and so he's cool. pointing at shit, and we're like, yo, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> and he took us to multiple different places. Like, the dude was the shit. He took us to. Um, I mean, he took God. us to all these to the biggest places, building in Guangzhou. Yeah, he took us. Yeah, Guangzhou. 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 I thought it was like Guangzhou or something. Guangzhou. Guangzhou. Yeah, that's how it looks. Look it up. It's Guangzhou. Anyways, Guangzhou. he took us to all like right. the tallest Guangzhou. building there. Gotcha. He took us to uh, <laughs> some old like palace thing. What was that first we, stop we that we went to? We go all these places. We had a full-on meal. Like an all-you-can-eat, yeah, sit-down meal. And With a spinning table. Yeah, that's what Zach Okay, Zach was. is hyped on the spinning yeah. table. Because you'd have to pass shit. Basically, it's just, just like, what, a right Lazy there. Susan type yeah, thing? Like where you just have like this, table. this thing in the middle? I mean, yeah. so many people yeah. have that where you just spin shit. You're like, oh, Pepper's over there. Pass to me. There's 15 people at the table. No, I'm just going to spin this little DJ disc around. We didn't knock yeah. anything that's, over, though. No, we didn't. But the yeah. food was fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, and the dude just kept ordering. He's like, yo, bring this, bring yeah. this, bring this. And we're like, oh, fuck yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, then we got to that. stay. At, so we stayed there. How long was our layover? Like, fuck, like 12 hours. hours or yeah. It was 15 12 hours. to 15 hours. And we were all tired from being on a. When you're big, it's impossible to sleep yeah. on one of those planes, especially if you're like me. The headrest is like at my shoulders. I'm just like, ugh. But we ended up getting, after that nice tour, we ended up getting the hotel, and we all got, basically all got rooms, like, there was that maybe... That wasn't the same night. That wasn't the that same... That was on the way back. Yeah. We didn't get on, a hotel really? on the way yeah, back. Yeah, on the way back. Okay. We did it, no, we did a tour on that. Damn it, Connor. That's food. Connor, you can't be mad about food. Is that just going to keep beeping? No, okay. Nah. Connor's making a damn sweet potato. Listen. <laughs> Takes 55 minutes to make. Anyway, so, okay, different story. Trip back, we got the hotel, oh, yeah. trip there, we got the tour day. So, we pay for that. When, and I'm pretty sure, I don't know if it's with all airlines, but I know for certain it's with Air China that all of that's free. It's all included, and we didn't have to pay for any of that. So we got the tour, we got the meal. That's not included with the airline. That's what the country does. Really? I talked I, to that dude. Okay, I thought I it was with the airline. I talked to that dude, I and they said the January airline. 2017... China started doing that for people with long layovers. Huh. Yeah. Damn, so everybody it was, gets it. It was, it, it was, no, it was a thing to up their tourism. That's what the guy told me when, because I asked them about this. I was like, how did this happen? Like, well, how did we get this? So, you got to ask for it. You got to know where to go. If we had a Jamie Young here, he'd fact check that for me. Fact yeah. check, check, Jamie. Yeah. Cool. And you know Thanks, what? Jamie. I, I hope so. Get everybody the right information. Yeah. All but we want is to give you guys the right information. The, yeah, we don't know the, shit. The, the, the airport that does it. Either way, it was fucking do. dope. So, uh, if you happen to be flying somewhere and there's an option to have a long layover in China do it. for a cheaper, cheaper. flight, do it. It's totally cheaper. worth it. Yeah. So, that's a whole other subject, though. Like, yeah. learning how to book flights. I think that's one thing that we've really mastered, thankfully. Yeah. Another, like, WV thankful, like, uh, just yeah, like all the flights that we've taken, about. it's just like we've got to learn how to get yeah. cheaper flights because we take so many of them. But there's not like an engine that does no, it. No, no, there's not one. Yeah, how to do it. there's not one platform yeah. that you're like, this is me every time. This is the only thing I go to. It's like no, we work in this kind of. We've created this system of like, yeah, checking these. Are, yeah, these are the couple <clears throat> places we use. This is you know, just there's a certain setup which yeah. we'll have to teach people. Yeah, we'll show you guys how to do it. For but. Sure, but. 
That was that was definitely crazy. China was awesome. That was just like an extra. You're like, oh, cool. My yeah. first like, I was planning on going to Bali, and now I'm going to China and Bali. Like you, pretty we got a pretty solid Chinese experience. Yeah. yeah. For and mind you, this entire trip for most of us, I'm mostly speaking for just myself, was really cheap. Oh yeah, dude. Okay, really yeah. So the the plane cheap. the the plane ticket out there for everybody. I'm pretty sure Less it was 500. under 500 bucks. Yeah. Um, round trip. When the places that we stayed, we stayed at some, okay. Just beautiful, the, beautiful properties. I'm, I actually do like tooting my own horn, but I'm really into finding like, like I like planning sometimes, especially when it comes to shit like this and finding things like this to make like people happy in terms of like, yo, I want to find us the best places to stay. I want it to be balling. I want you guys to have an amazing experience because for most of us, it was everybody's, mostly everybody's first experience out of the country. Yeah. And I'm like, this needs to be fucking awesome. Yeah. I don't know how everybody's going to act. I don't know what we're going to do, but this needs to be awesome. So I end up finding us these two badass places on Airbnb. They were villas. Yeah, these two fat ass, these two fat ass villas. The first villa we stayed at, that was like the perfect villa. Yeah, it was. The fucking location. I wouldn't want anything else if the, I went back. The style of it, the, the chillness of the pool, like everything about that villa was perfect. Yeah. And was, their service was really good too for We had Airbnb. people coming in there to we give us give massages. They, yeah. We got to give them a shout out. Do they make sure. us breakfast? They, no, they just got us drinks when we arrived. Like, That's right. Oh, yeah. Drinks. We had fucking drinks when we got yeah. there. They were was, just super... It was so nice. Like, their accommodations were awesome. It was but. so amazing, and it was so cheap, so it held, like... I think there was only... There was six bedrooms. I think there was 11 of us at that bedrooms. time, uh, because yeah, Josh ended up coming late. Yeah. Um, wait, didn't Josh and Jack come late? Jack I think there was only 10 of us. Late. Yeah, I, I think there was only man. 10 of us. But that was amazing, and it was right... Like, right in the center of everything. Like, we had all those amazing restaurants around us. So, that how was much, fucking How much did awesome. you spend on that trip total, do you think? Dude. I actually haven't asked you guys this before. I don't remember. I definitely spent... I think it was, it was like, with the tattoo and shit, like, a thousand or under. Yeah. And I think that was including the plane ticket. Transportation, food, drinks... Plane, the places that stayed, we stayed, yeah. the food, like the temples. Yeah, the plane was like six, so I, I had bought mine a little bit earlier. So mine was like, I, I know mine count. was under five. Mine was mine was four something. And then for the, we'll just say twelve of us to stay in these two different ball and ass villas, ended up being. Oh, it was, was three it? something a person. Yeah, like three hundred a person for how long were we there? Fifteen days. Yeah. Yeah. Almost yeah. basically two weeks. Yeah. And then the transportation. Tell me, <laughs> one of the most like cemented things in my mind is us mobbing on the scooters. Yeah, that was like, lit. I have The best <laughs> videos I have are actually of Zach because yeah. I was riding behind Zach. It's not yeah. recommended, yeah. but yeah. I was taking videos while on those sketchy scooters. Yeah. On oh, those yeah, who does it on their phone? No out. cops? <laughs> yeah. Man, that was awesome. No Bali, helmets, Bali no Bali cops. No cops. That's, oh, we wore uh, helmets yeah. sometimes. Yeah, I they wear, do we have cops. I actually got pulled over by some, but um, <laughs> where at? It's only because I wasn't wearing a helmet. Him and oh, Cooper, and yeah. because you know if they see you're white and they automatically money. think you have money, yeah, they so them. they try to they try to get that out yeah. of you. But yeah, no, that was definitely the, for, 
one of the, the best part, experiences. Though, yeah, we, we riding on a scooter spent less than a thousand bucks, though, which I thought yeah. was crazy. I mean, that was yeah. my first time out of the country. Your first time out of the country. Yeah, Sean had done it before, but again, if you're spending a thousand yeah. to fifteen hundred, that covers everything: flight, place you're staying, food, transportation. Some of those. That was one thing I loved about Bali was the places that we were able to go to. So like the temples. The fucking waterfalls yeah. that Bali yeah. had were insane. Yeah. You went on that little like just I mean, waterfall. We could probably yeah. talk about tour. each individual trip yeah. for like Jesus, an yeah. hour or two. There was just so much so yeah. much cool shit. So what for you, Zach, what stood out to you the most on that trip being your first trip? Like what was the thing that you kind of I think the biggest thing was just experiencing the culture. Cause uh, you know, just immersed in America for so long. Yeah. Um just experiencing a different culture and how they live and how you know social media and how you know different things that make us happy here is 100 percent night and day with them you know just living a day-to-day life over there is you know you see little kids when we rode by on scooters or in the van they would wave Wave to us and they would run after us in the van just because they're just so happy to see people from you know a different place experiencing how they live and that's just huge because they live such a simple life and they're happy with it and you know just just um you know being over there and just experiencing that just knowing how other people live like many times throughout that trip and when I went to Thailand even the Dominican Republic was is just um I had many thoughts of like yo like what if I lived here and grew up here and this is all I ever knew my whole life it's it puts a whole different perspective on your view on your viewpoints and how you look at life. So I almost feel like every time I travel now, uh, I'm a different person when yeah. I come back. Dude, hundred percent. Joe Rogan mentions that all the time. Like you were like that close to being anybody else in any other yeah. any other situation. You could have been born in. You could have been a frog. Flat broke. Yeah, you could have been anything. You could have been a blade of grass. <laughs> <laughs> and you You could have been this plastic plant. Probably not this plastic plant. But you could have been anything, and you just happen... Again, that could be... You could have been a fucking balling out billionaire, yeah. or you could have been these people that we run into in Bali like that yeah. basically have nothing but are so happy. Like, just It's so crazy to think about how you ended up in your situation and they ended up in theirs, and it gets you thinking, like, who's happier? Because those people seem super happy. Yeah. They were just, There's they were some, so yeah. content with, like, I don't have much, and I fucking love it. Yeah. They're living the simple life, you yeah. know? And, yeah. and something in living the simple life is, uh, <laughs> is, um, is, don't book a there, there's, uh, there's, like, so much in that, like, so much happiness in just living the simple life, not worrying about what you look like, or who your friends are, or what your Instagram followers are at, or what what you're posting on Facebook tomorrow, there's something in that that just brings, brings joy and happiness to you when you don't have to worry about any of that. And I think people get that so much more the more that they travel, like, that's one of the things that I'm looking forward to when me and Connor go on this trip, it's just... Yeah, we're going to be doing the podcasting stuff. Yeah, we'll be taking... I really enjoy taking pictures. We like making videos. Like, we like flying the drone. We like doing this shit. But kind of disconnecting from... Not everybody that we knew back home. But just the idea of 
putting out this image of like this is who we are this is you know what we're representing and I'm probably the most guilty of it because I'm the at least I was the most like into my social media out of the three of us I post on Instagram all the time on Facebook all that stuff I've definitely shied away from it quite heavily lately but just connecting with the people we meet with each other like with the experience that we have and realizing you don't have to get like two three four hundred likes I'm like who gives a fuck if people like your shit you're doing like you're living you're doing the fun shit you're doing the real shit you're having the experiences you're changing your life you're having a great time I think yeah I totally understand that I think more or less like now what I post for is just to inspire other people to you know, go out and do shit because, um, you know, if people say, cause you know, obviously us, us three, we have a lot of people that travel that do a lot of different shit on our feeds. So we're used to seeing people in Cancun. We're used to seeing people in Europe. We're used to seeing people in Jamaica and Australia and Europe and Dominican and Bali and Thailand and everywhere around the world. We're used to seeing that. But pretty much like all of our, you know, like six degrees of separation, all the people that we're friends with that don't have people that travel on their feeds, when they see you're out doing shit, they're like, wow, this is the only guy that I actually see doing shit. So they look up to you and you, and through some aspect, you inspire them like, yo, someday I want to do that. So like the only thing that I really post for and, and do anything on social media for not only is it it's not for myself because obviously I know it was amazing because I was there, but it's more or less like if, if I can post some things to get some people off the couch and go and do shit or if someone's thinking, should I buy this plane ticket somewhere or should I, should I go to Cancun if I have the opportunity, someone hits them up and they're like, yo, like Zach's been doing fucking this shit for years now. Like I'm, I'm going to do it because I get jealous every time I see his posts. Yeah. And if I can make that person get up and actually move and start doing shit, I, in some aspect, way, shape, or form, I uh, feel like I changed, you know, their life oh, yeah. or inspired them to do something. And, and that's why, that's why yeah. I use social media for. Yeah, I 100%. think we're all, I mean, I think we're all doing that same thing. We're, we're blessed enough to go all of these places and we're in the mindset like, hey, this is what's important to us. Yeah. And it's just showing people, like, we're trying to show people, like, hey, there's a lot of amazing stuff out there. And for a lot of people, it's, they know us. A lot of people that follow us know us. It's like, hey, you know that we're like not any different than you are. Mm-hmm. Like, it's very possible for you to just plan something like this. And I have, I tell people all the time, like, yo, reach out to me. If you want to go somewhere, I'll show you like the best way to get there. I'll show you like, I'll answer any of the questions that you have. We want people to travel. We want people yeah. to go and have these experiences because the memories that we've created together, we know those will last a lifetime. Yeah. It's like, hey, we know most people don't get the opportunity to do that kind of stuff, but they have the ability to. So the more we do it, and I think that's one of the big things behind this podcast is all the people that we're going to meet along the way, we're going to meet people from all different walks of life, all yeah. different ages, all different backgrounds, ethnicities, and it's like, hey, tell us your story. Like, how are you able to do this? Because we're coming from this little part of Arizona in this part of the U.S. on that side of the world, 
you're coming from over here, you're coming from up there, you're coming from down there, and you're doing things very similar to us. How are you doing it? Why are you yeah. doing it? Like, what inspired you to do it? Yeah. Just, you're, just you're gonna mainly meet. to lead back to what you said, though, is, like, I mean, there's benefits. I mean, you, you shouldn't do anything you're good at for free by any means, but the main focus is, like, how do we get people up and out and do something mm-hmm. different? Like, I had never done anything like, like any of this in my entire life. My friends, I don't even know. I remember when I joined, you hadn't taken a fucking trip. I hadn't taken a dream trip in like. And you had been in in like for multiple years. I'm like, what do you mean you haven't taken a trip? I'm like, I joined this shit to take some trips. We're taking some fucking trips. I couldn't get people to pull triggers, man. I couldn't get. I could get people to like get started, but I couldn't get them to fucking pull a trigger. And that's like that's like why we're in it. That's what this podcast is for. That's like how we're friends. That's how we're gonna make more friends and meet these people. That's what's crazy about it all, too. Is like it just like you said, Zach. You said it really well, by the way, too. That was really appreciate good. it. You, you got that well. Part of the glasses, um, just giving you so much confidence. Yeah, yeah he's just. I mean, he was good. I Put mean, my it's confidence just, shades it's just on. True though. Yeah. Like people just need one reason to do something different. They just need yeah. one reason. If that reason was you. Fuck you. Yeah. Who cares if you know? Yeah. They went and did it. You changed their life. You changed their family's history because they experienced something that changed who yeah. they are. And that ripple effect of yeah. that single stone being thrown in the water is going to change a lot of people's lives, whether they know it or not. You know, yeah. and that's that's really why we do what we do. We're all very motivated people. And Zach got his Zach got his bag first. Yeah. You know, but I mean it's crazy. It's crazy thinking about that that a single thing that we do that we can inspire so many people and that's that's what we want to do. And yeah. that was one of the reasons why I was so excited to do this podcast is I absolutely love listening to podcasts. Started yeah. listening to Joe Rogan and just how eloquently he has grown over the years and talks to these people and how he carries himself and just the type of person he's become and how he's inspired and kind of challenged me. Like, Joe Rogan doesn't know me. He doesn't give a fuck about me. Like, may give a fuck because he probably does. Maybe in listeners, yeah. And he loves the people that listen to him and everything. But he doesn't know what he's doing to people by interviewing all of these amazing people from different backgrounds. Like, the Joe Rogan podcast is probably the most influential thing that you could get on as a open individual yeah as just a a person of value that's going to reach everybody like i've heard multiple comedians and stuff and just other people say like getting on the joe rogan show is like getting on the tonight show or like it's the same equivalent of what it used to be back then where you get on there and everybody's watching and everybody wants to listen and know what you're talking about and now he has all these people on he's always inspiring people and telling them to hey you should start a podcast for this or you should start a podcast for that and so I started listening to other, other podcasts and I started to try to find like travel podcasts I'm like man I plan on doing all this traveling like, who's out there talking about travel who's out there talking about this kind of stuff and for the most part I didn't really come across anything there's a couple like older people that talk about it but nobody really talked about it from at least none that are popular that I easily came across on, you know, the Apple Apple Podcast uh, app. But it was just like, nobody's talking about 
these type of things that we're going to be doing. So like, there's such a platform to inspire people in not only the millennial generation, but whatever the people are after us and what is it, the generation X or Y, the people before us, like people that are 40, 50, uh, you know, that are looking to travel. And it's just like, hey, I think we can add some very valuable information. I think one of the main reasons why people don't travel so much is a lack of information. They don't know how to do it. They don't know where to go. They, they don't quite understand how easy it can be. They don't, they just don't understand the very basics. And I think the the hardest thing to do when deciding to take a big trip or deciding to do any real travel in general um, outside of your comfort zone is just taking the first step. Like, hey, I'm deciding I'm going to book a ticket or I'm deciding like I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. The first step is always the hardest step and then it leads to everything else. But the idea behind this was, hey, let's create something that's going to, much like you said, just inspire people to get up off the couch and say, hey, like, these two regular-ass dudes are going all over the world to all of these different places. They're meeting all these different people. They're doing all this amazing shit. What makes them any different than me? Like, I'm sitting here listening to this podcast day in, day out, and you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to book a trip to Belize, or I'm going to go to Thailand, or I'm going to go to Bali, or I'm going to, you know, I'm going to try this stuff because I got inspired, you know, by listening to these guys just talk about how easy it truly is and I really think that we're going to have the ability to just somehow reach people and and if we do this entire podcast and we inspire one person to go take a crazy trip and make some new memories and enjoy their life in a way that they never thought imaginable I I think that's like I think that's where the big disconnect really lies, though, is because these people that are watching really do think that they're different than you because they don't know kind of like where you came from, what you were doing before that. They thought they think that you You obviously just have a ton of money and you're able to do this and you're not normal and you don't have any things tying you down. You don't have kids. You don't have debt. You don't have uh, a wife. You don't have a significant other. You don't have this. You don't have that. And by them thinking that obviously makes them think that this person is different from them if they have any one of those things. So, um, you know, obviously you're 100% going to inspire people by doing it, but there's 100% going to be doubt in a lot of people's minds that's going to be watching this show just because there's a ton of people out there that aren't used to seeing people, normal people, live like that. And that's you know, where the so. podcast comes into play. I think the more that they listen, the more that they're going to kind of just delve deeper. I mean, we're going to delve deeper into who we are, where we came from, how we started, how we met, how we grew into becoming friends, how we grew into becoming travelers. And again, to just understand everything on day one about anybody is impossible. So like... The amount that I knew about Joe Rogan when I first started listening to him and the amount that I know about him now is day and night. Like, Even though he seems like this larger-than-life character, after listening to hundreds and hundreds of his podcasts, I'm like, dude, Joe is just a normal fucking dude. And even though he's this iconic podcaster, that you know, just this larger-than-life type of character... He's just a normal ass dude, and he started this podcast just to shoot the shit with his friends, and 
Maybe some people would listen. He's a comedian. He's got some funny shit to say. I think the more, <coughs> the more podcasts that we do, the more information that we talk about, the more people that we bring on and talk to, the more other people are going to realize, again, these are just normal dudes. Like, I know where he's come from. I know where he was at. I know where he's going. I'm understanding these other people's stories. Like, I'm starting to realize, hey, these are just people too. Like, we don't get, we're not getting paid to do this. It's just like, hey, we just want to get out some valuable information to people. And again, we just want to relate. It's like, hey, we want you to understand. If we can do it, you can do it. There's really no difference. And again, everybody comes from a different background. Everybody has diff- different circumstances. But if it's something that you really enjoy doing, like all of us, we all come from different backgrounds. We all have different goals in life, but we all really enjoy traveling. We want to help you find a way to make that a, a you know a reality. I'd say that's a that's like a <clears throat> a pretty good why, and like I mean a lot of the stuff that we've all learned over the years through all the successful teachings that we've heard and been a part of. It's always start with your why. And I think another important part to that, a lot of, some people have trouble finding their, their why they're going to do things. And if you have trouble finding your why, try to find your why not. Yeah. Because you just need to get out and do something. Without you need to make some mm-hmm. type of action to do something different. And that's like yeah. one of the reasons like, why I have respect for you guys so much. You're probably, Sean, the hardest working person I've ever met. I don't know if you have off buttons or how that works. I don't know. You even talk in your sleep. It's kind of freaky. But, like, you're a hard-working dude. You just go after what you want. I personally, I don't function like that. I'm a very different person, and I've ended up in my spot in a different place. Zach, money-motivated. Purely. Some people say they're money-motivated. Watch what they do. Watch what they do. Because I know a lot of people that talk about money who don't have shit. Mm-hmm. They talk about money, talk about money. And you've always found your way to the money. Yeah. Like, you, I mean... Zach's We've money. seen you through some he's tough times. Money. He's Final the money. Yeah, and yeah. He, he finds his money, though, and the money is what he uses as his motivation because that truly is what it is mm-hmm. to give yourself leverage over your lifestyle. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if you know your why, leverage your own why yeah. to push yourself forward. And if you don't, use your why not. I've used yeah. my why not more than I've used a why Yeah. in my life. But that's what's gotten you into the success that you're in now because, I mean, yeah. you've had... You've had some really low lows yeah. and some really high highs yeah. talking about this summer. I mean, 100%. It, yeah. Some insight. Zach, super smart guy, really hard worker. But, I mean, he's just been able to take an opportunity and just turn it to the max. I mean, he's had a lot of success this summer. And shout out to you for doing it. I mean, yeah. you've yeah, always been, like, top in our book, but way to yeah. go out and, like, do it. I mean... That's one thing, like another thing. If you got somebody who's money hungry who can go out and put yeah. in hard work, you should be like looking into what he's doing because yeah. he's got leverage now. Yeah. That's something like you and I don't really have, Sean. Nope. We don't have leverage over our lives. So we're like grunge travelers. We're scraping up, we're selling all of our stuff, and we're just going to figure it out. Nobody else is going to do that. Yeah. Nobody else is going to do that. Out of all these people we talk to, yeah, there's probably going to be some people that figure it out. Like, he's the first person to have leverage. He's the first person to be able to go out and find his motivation and really put some money behind what he wants to do. And that's a huge shout-out 
like who cares who's listening huge huge shout out to yeah. you man for going out and getting it and like anyone else that's, that has that in them should definitely be following a person like you and like getting connected yeah. and yeah. doing what you're doing so real quick I let's, appreciate that let's yeah. cover what yeah thank you Connor for the extremely nice words yeah. Always. Who are you talking about again? <laughs> <laughs> you got anything else to say? You can yeah. keep yeah. going. I'm gonna push. That's the only reason why I came on this podcast. Yeah, I was just waiting. I was, I was just. just I, I heard about what the intros were like, and I was like, man, <laughs> I gotta get on there. I need somebody to talk me up. Yeah. Um. So, if you don't know, Zach got into a very interesting situation this uh, summer, one that is for the. Feel like, <laughs> feel like it's like the military. It's for the very few that choose. You have to be a very, Strong. very specific type of person to start, and you have to be an even more Extreme. unique and fucking crazy individual to finish. Um, but that being said, think about this. I was telling this to like. My closest, like, yeah. guy who's outside of state, JD. Yeah. I was telling JD, I was like, yo, this has got to be, to fit into what he does, oh, you yeah. have to be, like, the hardest working person, and you have to be willing to do things that you are not comfortable with doing, and doing them consistently, and giving up a period of your life, like anything, to be successful, but it's yeah. just different. Because you're, Sean, you're one of the hardest pe- working I people say, I know, I think, and you couldn't do it, because yeah, you didn't want to. I don't think it's the hardest working. I think it has to be you. And this this goes to but show. Could do it. No, no. Yeah. But this goes to show that, like, you have to find something that you're good at. And so I don't think, obviously, anybody could do it, but not anybody could have success at it. So basically, what we're talking about is, um, well, first, like, obviously, like, so in in that being said, there's people that that can go out. Like, we're prefacing what what you know obviously Sean's about to tell you but um so there's people that can go out and do what I do and coast and you know make you know average to actually they could a college kid go out could go out in a summer and make a really really good money just being average at doing what I do um I just knew that if I was going to go out and do do this I was going to be the best because Anything I do in life, that's just my main goal is just to be the best. And um, and in doing this, I, I feel like I had the most success because um, in sales, you, you, you get told no all the time. My brain is so calloused that in from my past, it's calloused on being told no throughout my whole life that every single, every single no that I got, it didn't bother me one bit. I just knew that I was going to be on to the next one. And, you know, you you run through thousands and thousands and thousands of encounters, first impressions throughout a summer, sometimes hundreds a day. And I'm really good with first impressions because I'm a pretty likable guy. So, um, you know, I just found a way to, uh, to really uh, get good at it. And obviously it comes with a lot of hard work, determination, and self motivation and and just being able to uh, 
to um, just do it. it. Face adversity. Put the fucking blinders on and go. Just lace up, lace up, and and don't be a pussy, and just fucking go and do it. And and I knew that at the end, if I finished, it was going to bring a lot of money. Um, The only thing, like, that I knew and thought of, like, even when you you were out there, you know, one of the first meetings that we had, um, I remember one of the guys stood in front, and he said, so at the end of the summer... He said, first of all, he said, close your, guys, close your eyes. Um, we all closed our eyes, and he said, okay, so you're driving back home to wherever you came from. Uh, you didn't really do too well. Uh, you came out, just put in minimal effort, kind of coasted by um, everyone that told you back home that this wasn't going to work. You're an idiot for going on doing this. This is a scheme, this and that. Um, you proved them all right. Um, now think of how you feel. You know, obviously, he's trying to give it an emotional connection there. So I felt a really big emotional connection there. And then he said, all right, now open your eyes. Um, now, close them again. And you're driving home to wherever you came from. Um, mine was, obviously, Arizona. Went out to California for the summer. So I was envisioning myself driving back to Arizona. And he said, um, now, just think of you gave it everything you had you trained hard day and night. You went out there and grinded six days a week, sometimes 13, 14, 15 hour days. You gave it everything you had. You wanted to be the best and you killed it. You made a killing. You make you made more in four months than uh, 80% of the uh, world makes in a year. And, and everyone that said you wouldn't be able to do this and it wasn't for you and it's a scheme, you proved them all wrong. And now think of how you feel. And that's the only thing that was in my mind throughout the whole summer. And when I actually had that drive back, I actually broke down in tears because I was like, wow, I'm really having this drive. Like this is, this is exactly what he said and I'm living it. So it was huge. Yeah. So Zach basically was a gigolo. <laughs> That's exactly what I was. A door-to-door When I gigolo, said Orange County, I meant cock. Las Vegas. Yeah, right. Just slanging massive cock. Yeah. It okay. went really well. Yeah, it, obviously it went well. Hey, Envision yourself laying yeah. pipe for months and just yeah. making dough. Yeah. But no, on a I more serious note. Uh, so I had been looking... When did this start? Uh, April? April. May? Last so, year. April last year. April, April this in, year. You left in May. Yeah, April this year. Yeah. I was in a position in where I was looking for something different. I'm like, fuck, man. I got to make a lot of money because I want to leave the country. I was thinking about moving to Southeast Asia. And I'm like, all right, how am I going to do this? I got contacted by a friend a friend's husband and he hit me up and he's like yo heard you were looking to make a lot of money in a short amount of time um i do door-to-door pest control sales out in california and i make fucking bank doing it it's not for everyone but if you can do it you're the type of person i think can you can make more money than you imagine you would be able to make in this amount of time doing anything else. And me being, you know, a former athlete and everything, I'm like, you know what? I've 
I fucking hate sales. I'm not that type of person. I can't really get behind things I'm not passionate about. But I have this goal and I really want to make this move. Like I want to leave the country and I want to get out of here. And I'm going to need money to do that. So I'm like, you know what? Tell me what I got to do. Yada, yada, yada. He breaks it down to me. I'm like, all right, man. I'm in. Like, sign me up. I'll come out there for the summer. And I'll do it. And he's like, if you got any friends, hit them up. Uh, you know, let them know what you're doing. Bring them out. It'll be, you know, better for everybody, especially to have some people out there that you know. I'm like, all right. Connor is deep in his insurance stuff. He does uh, health insurance stuff. So he was pretty set on his job. He was really happy with where he's at. Zach was in a position where he's like, yo, I could also use some money. Um, I'm pretty open to the idea of doing something different. I pitch him the idea. He's all about it. We both decide to go out there. Now, mind you, I do not like talking to people. I'm not that type of person. Um, it's actually probably my my biggest fear to just just have general conversation, start conversation with people that I don't know. So I was overcoming this fear to go out there and make this money and do that. And on top of that, not only was I talking to people that I didn't know, but I was talking to people that I didn't know while trying to sell them something. At their door. At their fucking door. Where <laughs> they don't want me to be. Looking like me. And so we get out there. We get trained up. And I'm thinking, all right, like, they just put us through this awesome training. I'm feeling good about myself. Like, I'm like, I can do this. I can fucking do this. We go out. We do some doors and stuff. And make a couple sales in the beginning. And I'm like, man, I, I don't really like this, but this is difficult. Zach goes out. He's a, just a fucking natural. And the reason why I invited him out was this, it first really hit me. When we were in Bali, Zach would just talk to the local people like he had known them for years. I'm just like, what the <laughs> fuck? This guy can talk to anybody. What are you like? How are you just like... So, just, you don't even think about how awkward this situation may be. You just carry conversation with people. And I'm thinking, wow, I wish I was that type of person. Like, you can just talk to anyone. And me, on the other hand, I'm thinking like, oh, God, I don't want to talk to this person. I don't want to be awkward, this, this, and that. So, when this job came up, I'm like, Bet you Zach could fucking do it. He's probably going to be, you know, amazing at it. So we both go out there. We start doing it. I quickly realized that it is not for me. <laughs> like, I fucking quickly realized, like, I went out there to overcome my fear. Again, biggest fucking fear is doing exactly that. And I'm thinking to myself, hey, if I can overcome this fear and if I can beat it, I'm going to make a lot of money. I quickly decided once I got out there, maybe a week later, you could have paid me $100,000 just to knock on these people's doors without making one sale, and I couldn't do it. 
Like, <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't do it. It was not me. I work really hard at things, but I just couldn't do this. And I gave it a try. And I felt like the biggest pussy when I had to tell them, like, yo, man, I can't do this. This is not for me. Like, it's just not me. So I ended up coming home and getting a different job. On the other hand, Zach stayed out there. and He quickly became a natural and just fucking killed it. Like, he did amazing. He ended up being a top 10 rookie in the entire country, which is insane. He made... Uh, was an, it not five? Oh, it's top five, but yeah. <coughs> it's I thought it was categorized top, as yeah, the top, yeah. top 10. Yeah, top 10 is a category. He was number in the five. top... He was number five in the top 10, so he made top five out of the top 10 of rookies, which are the first time Shout people out going, out, going out, out to sell. Out of four or 500. Out of four or 500 people all across the country doing this. So he was slanging that dick. I mean, uh, pest, <laughs> I mean control. pest control. Yeah, yeah. And... Again, and dick, a few dicks. And dick, yeah, he had to slang some dick. <laughs> too. You gotta do what you gotta do to get a yeah. sale. Yeah. Listen, he was after that bag. Yeah, mm-hmm. he got more than the tip. By any means. And so, I had like a couple good talks with him, but we had the talk where I'd come to the realization like, yo, the whole point of this, because you, yeah. you didn't find out about, you wouldn't have found out about this unless was, I yeah. decided to do it and tell you about it. So, I decide I'm going to overcome my fear and do this. I tell you about it. We go out there. I shit the bed. I'm like, this is the scariest thing I've ever done. I'm not doing this anymore. I got to get out of here. And you end up killing it. And you find this path that's going to lead you to becoming a fucking millionaire in the next couple years. So you went from not being... You were 28 years old, not knowing what the fuck you were going to do with your life, to basically having this three-year plan to becoming a millionaire, simply because you found something that you were naturally good at, and you worked harder than anybody else at it. And again, that's kind of the whole moral behind the story, is just find something that you're naturally good at and exploit that. You're good at talking to people. You're a great people person Mm -hmm. you could fucking sell pest control to somebody that already has pest control yeah and like that wasn't me and i quickly realized that's not my strong point so it was just me and zach had this awesome talk where it's like man i think the whole reason that i went out there yeah maybe the whole reason that you came into my life so that we could become really good friends we could grow together yeah i could find this thing I could introduce it to you and you could find this new path that yeah. your life is going to be. And how much, I mean, do you mind telling people how much you made this fucking summer? How long uh, the period was? And Yeah, so I went out from, uh, what was it, the end of April. So I'd say May, May to August, so four months. Um, and I made uh, roughly over 80, 80K. Um, and that, so if you would equivalent that into a year four obviously four times three is, or what? Four times three, or 12 months. 320. Yeah. So that'd be 320 K is what someone would make in a natural year at that rate. 
So for the next eight months, pretty much I worked for four months, made 80K and have eight months off. So now what I'm doing is just recruiting a team to go out there next year. Now, that being said, also too, like you, obviously not everyone can go out there and make 80K. Um, and I, the number one rookie actually in the company, insane. One of my good boys, shout out to Josh Hecox, uh, made over 250K in four months so if you want to make a quarter mil in four months uh yeah check it out but um no so average guys that come out and do this they're college kids that you know obviously have the summer off and um uh you know a lot of money to those guys is going out and making 10 15 20k in four months is huge to those guys yeah which is again you're in college you make 10 15 20k that's crazy fucking money the average guy the average guy on my team specifically the average so that's just saying you go out there and you do average you know average sales you know you you train once in a while you know you get linked up with with a good with someone that knows what they're doing get a few tips from them um the average guy on my team out of uh, 15 guys made 33k in four months and that's average the lowest guy made uh 15k in four months and that's still huge money so um it's definitely definitely um i mean it's huge for uh for anybody that's kind of in the in a point where they're kind of looking for what to do and obviously we train you and give you all the skill sets um, we train you to be the best. It's not only, um, you know, training you on to how to sell pest control, it's how to sell yourself. So it's a huge resume builder. Um, it, you know, obviously doing pest control is not what I want to do for the rest of my life. Um, but being a the, successful fucking being business successful, man. Yeah. you know, obviously focus, uh, F O C U S is, uh, focus on, uh, focus one course until successful and once I learned that is, you know, obviously you can't get into something and go, wow, you know, this is pest control. I'm making a, a ton of money doing it, but I want to do this. And you yeah, jump over to that. And I, I know this is good. I'm making good money, but I want to do this. And you keep jumping to different things. You're never, never going to be successful until you stick to one thing, become successful at that, and then diversify yourself into different things. So that's kind of my goal, my plan is to, uh, you know, obviously in the next three years, open up an office, uh, get that running, and then obviously open up a couple offices, get those running fluidly in the next five years, and then in the next 10 years, get in, get into other things that are obviously bringing in more income because the average millionaire has, you know, you guys know multiple this, streams. multiple yeah. streams of income. So You know what, too? It's, it's crazy about that, and a lot of people probably don't know this, and I think it's, like, it's really known between us and our close friend group but the idea is like residual income residual income and the best way to get residual income is by leveraging a system yeah and until you're leveraging a system you're not really going to have that freedom and like that's what's one thing that was really cool about i mean even speaking from a personal point about like what you're doing now it's hard not to be jealous over what you're doing now Because you went out and did something that nobody else is willing to do and that most people wouldn't even try to do. And some of us. Yeah, imagine my position where of. I'm like, you know? Yeah. I do it and, and I'm just like, this is now not me. He's got all yeah. these trips, he's doing all these things. 
And yeah, not only did he make the money, he'll have to tell you what came. Like the money, the money's the perks. The money's yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah, the perks on top of oh, it are God. just like all the tricks. Right, so man. not only, yeah. not only did you make eighty k, eighty plus k in four months, but explain what else came with making that amount of money. I don't even know if I could just look at a shirt. I don't even know if <laughs> I could explain it all. Album. Like. Um, it's so so yeah so briefly uh throughout throughout the course of the summer we run many competitions and that's what really motivates me i'm super competitive like you tell me you're gonna beat me at something and i'm like uh yeah okay Okay. let's go (laughs) okay and uh minnesota and uh (laughs) and so um there's many things i mean i won a 500 hoverboard i won three two or three uh Pairs of uh, Apple AirPods. I won a... What the fuck, bro? Yeah. Did you get rid of (laughs) Yeah, I I sold two. I I have one. I'm giving one to my little sister for her birthday, and then I sold the other one. Um, I won... Oh, God. Two two customized suits, uh, completely custom, uh, with your name imprinted, all that. Uh, I won... Oh, so much! Uh, week full, of, uh, week of float pods to the float. Uh, you know where you fill up the yep. bath with the float oh, salt yeah, pods. Yeah. Oh, oh, Joe Rogan uh, talks about those all the, the time. Salt, the salt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sushi damn yeah. you! I won a hundred dollar gift card to that. I won so many different movie pads. I mean, it's just insane. I won uh, eighteen hundred dollars uh, on Rookie Mania. Um, I won three thousand dollars on August Mania. Okay, tell me about the trips. Okay, so the, so these all are right, all so like, these are all. I know the perks. you could list off all sorts. These of are all the perks. I mean, it's constantly they're throwing money at you. Okay, they're throwing money at you. Now the trips. Um, so obviously, every if if you become a manager, which if you hit a, if you hit a hundred k, your manager status, you get to go to Mexico for free, um, and then hundred uh, k in sales. Hundred k in revenue and revenue. So. 100k in revenue, um, which is pretty easy, um, and then um, 75 sales, which is so easy. Pretty much everyone that comes out hits that. You get to take an all-inclusive uh, um, cruise in January, which I'll be going on on the biggest cruise ship in the world. Um, I guess they just made that a few years ago. Oh yeah, uh, I don't know what yeah. Um, it's got yeah, it was water just- parks. Volleyball, basketball courts, casinos, all this. So that, and then um, top ten rookie trip that I just took to Cabo, which is which was an amazing time. Um, there's also went deep sea fishing. Deep on the sea, trip. yeah, deep sea fishing. Caught my first marlin, uh, which was insane. Check it out on the Instagram. Yeah, on the IG, and then um, let's see. Uh, oh yeah, Thailand. Went to Thailand. Uh, we actually won. So out of the whole country, there's maybe 20, 30 different offices, and uh, we all we do you know kind of like the playoffs, like football. We uh, compete with all the all the other offices, and in the whole country, we end up getting to the what you would call the Super Bowl. We call the Eco Shield um, um, Championship. Uh, we ended up winning the Shield and getting an all expenses paid trip to Thailand. So not only were we the best. Uh, uh, office in the country my specific team was the best team in the country and uh so it was huge um we got really good really good people so again this may not be for everybody but if you're the type of person that 
just, you know, either has a very specific goal you want to work towards or wants to add that extra bit of value to your resume and really mold you into the type of person that's going to be a value to a, you know, a big business or something like that, going out there and teaming up with Zach and teaming up with these people is going to challenge you in ways that you would never imagine. Again, like I learned so much, so many things about myself from going out there and trying and just trying, like just overcoming fears, just doing these type of things. So like you said, if you're below average, you have the ability to make 15, 20K. If you're above average, I mean, there's... 35K. Yeah, there's endless possibility. So, uh... I would say, I would say the biggest thing... Uh, sorry to cut you off, no, but the biggest thing is... So the money, obviously, like Connor said, is I'm hugely money motivated. The money is what brought me out there. Uh, the culture is what kept me there and kept the me around. Are amazing. Because the people are amazing. So basically, I don't know who's listening right now, but it's it's like uh, um, a group of guys just having a blast all the time. We go out and sell during the day. Chicks can do this too, though. We're yeah, not, chicks. Hundred percent. I advise chicks to come on. I'll train you personally. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, no. that sounded super enticing. Oh, that was really enticing. Yeah. But no, I Ooh. really will because I I really want chicks to come out and do this. They do really well. Right? Yeah, they yeah. do really the good. Actually, one of the uh, a girl just listen to women. Yeah, yeah. if you open if up your attractive. door, if you open up your door to a girl, you're much less likely to listen listen to her out than slam the door on her face. You're much more likely. Much more, yeah. To listen to her. Much yeah. more yeah. likely. <laughs> much, much less likely less to listen <laughs> to her and more yeah. likely to stare at her. What? Yeah. Ha- what I'll he lie. Yeah, what he <laughs> said. So. Um, but I would, I would just say like, uh, the culture is just amazing. We have a great group of guys. It's almost like a frat, you know? So, um, or a sorority or a, or a sonority, (laughs) (laughs) whatever it's called. Sorority. Um, sorority. Uh, listen, you don't gotta be smart to do this. You gotta grind to do this. You just bailed on that, didn't you? You just bailed on that word, didn't you? Yeah. Just gotta Uh, get the money. Free throw. Go after work. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's, it's a great time. Um, it's. It's probably the best decision I ever made in my life. Um, and these guys can kind of attest to uh, how big that means. And yeah, completely changed the course of your life. Yeah, You've now definitely. got this. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. You have something yeah. that you're working towards. And that definitely. was one of the biggest things when joining the Travel Club was just like it gave us, I think the majority of people don't have a light at the end of the tunnel. They just yeah. don't know what they're working towards. And I've kind of fallen back into that where it's just like, I don't know exactly where I'm going. Um, but for you, I mean, it's just like, man, there's a, not really an end goal, but your first major goal, yeah. you just accomplished. The second major goal is getting your own Coming office. Yeah. And so again, just setting these goals Stepping and, stones. Yeah, Everything just in life them. is stepping stones. Yeah, like I said before, it's it, this isn't what I'm going to be doing forever. This is just going to. It's a means to the uh, means to. It's a vehicle. Uh, it's like vehicle. It it's a yeah, vehicle it's... to the next thing that I'm going to be doing, and it's a great vehicle because you're hooked up with other like-minded individuals, other entrepreneurs. A lot of the guys on in the office, on the team, in the country that I've met, other rookies and 
every other owners are doing different things. They're inventing different things. So it's, you're grouping up with guys that are going somewhere in life. So it's, it's just huge to get around people like that. And that's, that's the goal. That's what we'll say about that. So if you have any questions for Zach or anything like that, um, tell him what your Instagram is. Feel free to hit him up on there. Yeah, yeah if, if you Insta? if you want to just put my Insta in the comments, or I'll, I'll just okay, uh, also tell it? them what it it's is. It's at uh, Z E E the World Two. <laughs> the number two. Number two. So it's Z E E T H E W O R L D Two. The number yeah. two. <laughs> all right, for all that was people tough that to can fucking spell, Zach almost yeah. had an issue spelling that. Um, but he's the breadwinner in the house. Yeah, so but Zach makes the money. <laughs> Big daddy. Anyway, so I kind of want to like hear from both of you guys, like, want on like your viewpoints on like what's going on and with like us personally, or yeah. like yeah, like in our life right now. Yeah, like on what you guys are in, about to embark on, because I know what what you guys. I know this podcast is. You know about me, but I'd kind of like to hear. Whoa, whoa on... who the fuck said it was about you? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, episode, episode, yeah. Zach, episode um, Z money. Yeah. So, uh, more or less, but yeah, you guys are my best friends, so I just kind of want to know, like, to put it out there, like, uh, on what on what you're about to bark on, and 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 how you think this is, on how um, what you're going to do right now is going to take you to the next step in your life. Connor? Yeah. Well, it's actually pretty interesting. And I've been uh, I've been thinking a lot about this a lot, like especially this last couple of weeks, because the reason Sean's doing this is very different from why I'm doing it. You know what I mean? Like I honestly, like right now I work in insurance and insurance is not fun, but it's something that I'm good at. And I could leverage this and make a lot of money doing it because I think we're kind of at a place where a lot of people are very uneducated and don't know anything about it but need it. Healthcare is super important and it's weird. And I'm not going to talk about that because I would bore myself. Yeah, but but you've been mess- topic for another time. You, you've, yeah. been me- you've been messing around a little bit with, uh, with uh, trading. Trading. Yeah, yeah definitely. Like definitely. I mean, pretty much where I'm at. I'm working job just like everyone else. You know, I have to pay my bills too. Each one of us has to go through our daily grind, except for you, Zach, because you you did it. Um, so I'm pretty much working a regular job, and on the side, I've I found a, a recent interest of mine is trading. I really like trading. I <laughs> I like technical analysis, and I like learning about how things work. So I've pretty much, you know, growing up. In my family, we didn't get to travel. My parents are missionaries, and they've given their lives to other people. And, I mean, it's super admirable, and it's it's a hard thing to be able to explain. And even though, just like anything, you know, there were downsides to that. There were huge yep. upsides. And I just, I feel like this trip for me and this whole experience and the reason why we've decided to do, or I've decided to be a part of a podcast is just to share that. Like you said, I want to be able to help other people do it. I'm, I'm constantly trying to get people to go on trips, even though there's no incentive for me, 
even though we're a part of a travel club that pays incentives, I'm not aiming at that. And we're just like, go do yeah, shit. Yeah, I'm just like, yeah. do something. Do, do, do something. Do, do anything. Find your why or do your why nots. Do something. And so this trip for me is really just a swing in the dark. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know most of these places. But I know I've been to a few. And I know that because I've gone to those few places and I've done these things and I've met these people, I want to do more. I'm extremely, I'm just hungry. I want to grow. And whatever that means, you know, I think a person that wants to grow can grow anywhere. And I want to be able to grow outside of my comfort zone, you know? And I think, I think going on this trip and doing this crazy shit and getting rid of all my stuff, I'm a materialistic person in a sense because I like my things. I like my stuff. I like my TV. I like my speakers. I like my bed. I can go on and on and tell you like all the reasons earrings. why I like my stuff. Yeah, I like, I buy personal stuff off of Etsy from people that hand make <laughs> this shit. But Amazon packages around every yeah. <laughs> up ass. I'm delivering all the yeah. This is the reason Sean delivers them. Zach's the Amazon dealer. And I'm the buyer. Yeah, that's funny. Actually, I never noticed that. Yeah, now, but I like my material things, and yet I'm I'm gonna give up a lot of the things that are most important to me. I have five little siblings. I'm you know I'm one of eight in my family, and I've got these people that are growing up so close to where I'm at now. And I'm leaving a lot of the important things in my life, not just because, you know, Sean's going, even though, like, I like to follow him on a lot of his crazy-ass trips he goes on, but because I just want to experience things to figure out what I like and where I want to go and what I want to do. You know, why not? Why not? You know, I've set up a lot of my life to where my responsibilities are low, and I'm not going to relate to a lot of people because of that, but I'm sure as hell going to find value in it and, and learn how to share it. So for me, this trip, honestly, I'm not looking for anything, but I mean, just even thinking about it now, I feel like I'm going to come back, but I want to learn how to leverage my lifestyle. I want to learn how to own a system. I want to own vacation spots and vacation-based things to do in all of my favorite places around the world. And I'm, like you said, it's one step at a time. And my step is into a dark room that I don't really know what's on the other side or when I'm coming back. And that may sound scary to a lot of people, but guess what? I mean, it's scary to me too, but I'm just... How can you be afraid of something like that? That's adventure. Like, without yeah. without fear, there is no courage. And I just feel like doing something wild. And at that point... Yeah, and at that <clears throat> point... You, you might just find yourself, you find what you're looking for. Yeah, and that's why I'm just swinging. I'm, ta I'm taking a swing at something that may not even be there. And I don't care because I'm not looking for something else. I'm looking for something within. And I'm going to find it regardless. I'm going to find it regardless. So I really don't care what comes of it. I'd say before you go, Sean, what's the best outcome and worst outcome that could come from this? Um, and I'll state before I say my best guess at that is I don't really care. My worst outcome is I run out of all of my money and I go back to square one and I move back home and probably with my parents, you know, and 
for me, even that worst outcome is a good one because I get to spend time with the people I care about and love and support me. <clears throat> and I still got something from it. I still got the adventure. I still got the experience. I still had it recorded. You know, I still was able to see what I'm about. And let's face it, who, anyone, anyone, unless you haven't hit your square one, who's afraid of going square one, really? You've done it before. You can do it again. Why, why would you not? Just take the chance. If you go back to square one, you've mastered that shit. You know what I mean? You passed those steps. Why would you not? Best case scenario, I see myself finding what I like to do. I see myself being really good at trading and being able to work wherever I want and being able to influence people. And again, it goes back, straight back. Why would I not drop my job? that's really secure and all of my benefits and leave my family and do all of these things just for the chance that I might find something that I really love and care about and be able to share the experience with other people who might want to take a step in the same direction. Money. Money. Good shit, yeah. All right, me. Um, Jesus Christ. I think I have a lot of similarities to what where you're coming from, Connor. But to be honest, I have I've been thinking about this a lot. I have a lot of downtime um, driving around for Amazon, delivering these packages and stuff, and just a lot of personal time to myself. And I've come to the realization that I have absolutely no fucking idea what I'm doing. I don't know if I'm, if I'm, if it's a combination of running, just the love of exploring, the need for change. Um, I'm in a really weird situation. And again, I've been thinking about this a lot lately. I don't think I'm good at anything and it's been scaring the fuck out of me lately because like Zach you've got your thing Connor I know you have your thing with insurance like you have something to fall back on you're really good at the insurance thing you know that game like the back of your hand and for the longest time my thing was basketball and I was really good at basketball and then I had some injuries Made it to college, had some more injuries, had to stop playing. And after college, I came back and I finished up school at ASU, and that was the first time where I'd never played sports before. And I just became this normal person. And at that point, it kind of hit me like, I don't know how to make friends. I don't know how to connect with people. I'm just so used to people wanting to know me because I was someone of importance. I was someone of value. So I spent about two years of college not really knowing what the fuck I'm doing. Got a job at a bar. Luckily, people had to interact with me. Being a bartender, people like you. I made some friends that way. Right after I graduated, I joined World Ventures. And... I somehow got good at that and I found this new thing where I was like, hey, I'm 
traveling guy. Yeah, I'm the traveling guy, and I'm really good at talking to people about this. I was able to promote the company really well, and I became very well-known in the company. I became very respected, and people looked up to me. And I had that same feeling that I had with basketball, where I was... Of Somebody. In, yeah, I was of importance again. And then after everything that happened with WV... And just a lot of, for people that, you know, don't know, just some crazy stuff happened. And it kind of, it's still in my life, but it kind of fell to the way, way background. And for the past two and a half, coming up on three and a half years now, for at least two and a half of that, it was the light at the end of my tunnel. Where it was like, this is it. I'm putting everything into this. And I put all my eggs in the one basket. And this is who I'm going to be. This is what I'm going to be. I'm going to make this shit work no matter what. I put endless fucking hours in this thing. I've worked so fucking hard at 100%, it. 100%, yeah. And <clears throat> I burned some bridges. And I made a lot of new friendships. And I did a lot of awesome shit. And then for... Due to the fact that what happened... It was like I had this tunnel with this light at the end of it. And the tunnel got fucking smashed. And now I'm sitting here in the dark. And I'm, again, I'm realizing, like, I'm not good at anything. I don't have a specific skill that I excel in. And I'm going on this trip because I need to find something that speaks to me. I don't know what it's going to be. I don't know if I'll find it. But I don't really plan on coming back. Like, again, I don't know if I'm if I'm running, but I have to find something that inspires me that I can work hard at. Because kind of like you said, I'm really good at working hard when I have a goal, a goal to work towards. But I just don't know what the fuck I want to do with my life. And I'm about to turn 27 in less than four months. And I've been having all of this time to just sit around and think, like, I'm having a semi-fucking quarter-life <coughs> crisis. <coughs> and I just don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And, again, like, I don't know what I'm looking for on this trip. Obviously, I fucking love traveling. I love going to these beautiful places. There's so much stuff out, to, out there to see. And I have it in me, like, it's in my blood, it's in my genes. My, my grandma, my mom's mom, has traveled to over 100 different countries. Like, mm -hmm. she's, she's crazy. like 88 or 89 years old, and she's still fucking traveling now. I didn't even know there was that many countries out there. Oh, dude, there's That's like insane. 160, I don't know, there's a lot. And so she's been to, like, a bunch of different countries, and I know traveling is just in my blood, it's in my genes, it's who I am. And it's weird because my sister, on the other hand, has gone to, like, all of this school. She's got two degrees. She's got a kinesiology degree. She's got a nursing degree. She's, you know, a straight-A student, killed that shit. Um, she's married. She's about to have her first kid. She's, like, she's got this life. Yeah. And sometimes I look at that life, and I'm like, fuck, at least she knows where she's going. She's doing something with her life. And, yeah, I may have the more exciting, more fun life. But I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah. 
and I feel like time is ticking and I'm just like, man, I have to find something that I can be good at, that I can be passionate about. So with this traveling, I'm just like, yo, I'm just going to go. I'm going to try and meet people. I'm looking for different places that need a, that have a need for something that I could potentially get into. Um, one thing I've really found, though, is that I love helping people. Like, I have a passion for helping people. So one of the things I planned on doing, and it may not be on this trip, but I'm going to make connections through this trip, is doing basically a year of service. I was telling you about yeah. this, where I basically set up like, over the 12 months, I set up four different trips to four different countries, where I spend three months each, whether it's building a school, yeah, <clears throat> building a school or digging wells or helping at animal sanctuaries or something, because nothing fills my heart more. And that was the thing that got me so excited about WV was I have the possibility, I have the potential to help people, to change their lives. And nothing inspired me more than, like, I'm so selfish. I want people to remember me for getting them on the path that changed their life. Like, I want you to remember me as somebody of value in your life. I wouldn't be where I'm at if Sean didn't introduce this to me. Well, if it means anything, that... That's yeah. what I remember you for. And again, hindsight, I can't, you can't see it when it's right in front of you, but down the road, I'm sure like a lot of that will happen yeah. where it's like, wow, this happened and this happened. But again, I can't, I can't tell people like, just, I can't really give anybody advice except to go and try because again I don't know what the fuck I'm doing how can I give somebody advice as to this is what you should be doing with your life or that is what you should be doing with your life when I have no fucking idea what but I'm here's doing the with thing also too like at least you're doing something about it a lot of people are stuck and they're just like okay I'm just gonna go get a job and I'm gonna I'm just gonna live yeah but like at least you have the mental capacity to realize this is not where I'm supposed to be this is not where I'm supposed to be doing and I know that so I'm going to put myself out to the out there to the extreme to find that. At least you have that in you and you're able to do that and and you're working towards that and that's where you what you're going to go do. So, you know, yeah. that's I, yeah, yeah, I think huge. you're going to find it. 100%. You're going to find there it. There is no but you're not. Your yeah. worst case scenario though is you you never find it and you lived an incredible life yeah an an incredible life you know what i mean and that's a lot of the reason why we do what we do is like live you got one life you got one shot do it and teach others how to do it and share it that's kind of my it's over my fallback plan where it's like i don't know what i want to do but i do know that there's an unlimited number of people out there that feel the exact same way I do, but are doing things that they don't want to do mm-hmm. on a daily basis. They're getting comfortable. 100%. Yeah, and I've just gotten to the point where I'm like, fuck, I have no idea what I want to do, but I know exactly what I don't want to do. Mm-hmm. And that's 
do what other people expect or want me to do day in, day out. I'm not here to build anybody else's dreams. I don't want to make other people rich. I don't want to do all this shit. I want to go out there and live for me. And it seems like the older I get, it's crazy how the social media stuff is becoming less important to me. The communication that I have with the people I care about is becoming more important to me. The value that I hold in these things, these materials are becoming less important to me. Like I have so many visions of myself living in the fucking forest, having a very minimalistic lifestyle, just doing all these things where I'm living such an easy life. But again, like you said, Connor, I could potentially go through my whole life never finding out exactly what I want to do, but doing tons of things and hopefully potentially impacting people people along the way and inspiring them to do, you know, what they are passionate about doing. And at the end of my life, I may come to a point where I realize, holy shit, I didn't really know what I was doing the entire time, but I did something. This is what I was supposed to be doing. Yeah, I I made an impact by inspiring people to do something. Again, I just, I've always been this person of focus, whether it was in basketball, whether it was in WV, and now I'm just like, I just want to go out there and somehow. Well, or you're going to go. It's already real. You know? It's, it's already real. Because even looking at us, like, even if we would have had this conversation a year ago, it would have sounded very similar. Because it was, it was, it's already real for us. Even though we don't really know what we're shooting for. Zach has a clear vision now of what he's going after. But even though we don't know, like, the fact that we're doing these things and we're shaking it up, it's, it's already real for us. It's already impacting people's lives. We've already impacted each other's lives. And we found each other because we were going after that. So it's, it's naturally going to continue to happen. Yeah. And, and I won't say, like, I necessarily know, like, I've found it. I've found my next three years is what yeah. I've found. I haven't found at all yeah. by any means what I really want to do in life at all. I've found my next three years that's going to allow me to find what I really want yeah. to do. Yeah. So I just wanted to make that clear. Yeah, yeah. nobody's trying to do pest control for the rest no. of their life. But no. you, out of the three of us, have the best platform to, Vehicle. Yeah, yeah. to get to a place where then you can make a decision like, this is financially. Yeah, hey, yeah. I'm in a financial place where I'm comfortable. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm not worried about my bills anymore, and I can do what it, I I can chase the dreams that I want to chase because I'm yeah. not worried about the lights getting shut off, yeah. or the food yeah. not I mean, being on the table. It, yeah. Most people that are waking up in the middle of the night thinking my bugs are on meth. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Holy fuck! I had bad dreams. I had Been nightmares there. about bugs when I was doing that shit. Yeah. No, nobody's oh, having that type yeah. of dream, but that's probably yeah. the reason why the service is there. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> yeah, but um, or you're gonna go to the Philippines your first month and meet your honey, and you're gonna f- settle down and yeah, there you go. Sean. You, you never know. Yeah, yeah you never just, know. And again, but that's, you don't have to. At the end of the day, yeah, I don't care what's going to happen. I have no plans of this is what I'm doing. This has to happen. We were talking about this the other night where it's just like, yo, for the first time in my life, I'm going to just go and not have anything to, like, I'll have no car, I'll have no house, I'll have 
just because nowhere I have to be. Just like I'll that, have, I'll have nothing. It's just mm-hmm. I've got what I have with me. You'll find it. Yeah, I've got the money that I have, and this life in front of me. Like there, yeah. By putting yourself out there to the most extreme measures, just like that Will Smith thing with the skydiving, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, at the very point, you know, when you step off the ledge of skydiving, um, to the point, point of fear. highest point of fear, you actually have no fear at all because mm-hmm. you're you're out there and it's just whatever's going to happen is going to happen. Um, and I know your views on faith, but my views are huge. And it's like if you're... It, no matter what in your life, if you have faith, you're always going to find out what you're, you're always going to find what you're looking for, no matter if it's today or if it's tomorrow or if it's in two years or three years or 10 years, but you're going to find it because it's in your path and it's in your journey. You're 27, yep. I'm 29, you know, so it's, I'm I just 26. found, or 26, I just found like my next three years. So I have that planned out. But when I was your age, I had no idea, just like you have no idea right now. Yeah. I just didn't go travel the world, which I wish I would have. So there's many, many uh, good things on what you guys are both doing. Um, and I might butcher this story. I don't know if there's anything else you want to say on that, but I'm sure there is. Uh, I, I just want to... S- yeah, go ahead. So there's, there's a story, Dan Blazarian, shout out to that guy. He's a fucking beast. But, um, so pretty much there's a story of this Asian guy, um, and he's in this village, not racist at all, (laughs) love Asians. Um, and that's why we always go to Asian countries. Yeah, right. Um, but so there's this Asian guy, right? And, uh, he's in this village, he's got a bunch of horses and, uh, he's got a, a few kids. Um, anyways, um, one of his horses ends up running off at night. And, um, and then one of the townspeople comes up and says, yo, your, your horse is gone. Are are you worried? Is that a good thing? And he's like, I don't know, maybe. So the next day, um, 12 horses end up coming back and, uh, the town's guy, townsperson comes back and says, yo, yo, you have 12 horses. That's so much better. Right. He says, I don't know, maybe. The next day, um, his son is is riding on a horse with him, ends up falling off, uh, going to town, breaks his ankle, and and is in dire pain. And one of the, the town's guy comes back and says, "Yo, like your son just broke his ankle. That's not good. Uh, are you worried?" And is like, "I don't know, maybe." So the next day, they end up getting his son back on the horse. They ride into town to go get his son. Um, some some care Um, that actually attracts uh, the the head townsperson which gives them a bunch of media and they're actually trying to grow their farm back home so one of the townspeople comes up and says hey that's uh, you you have a bunch of attention on your son this is what you're looking for and and the town's guy goes is is that, that that's a good thing right and he's like I don't know maybe so the moral of the story is is you never know like what in your life, no matter what happens in your life, if if that's meant to be for a specific reason outside of your sight that you can see, if it's a good thing or if it's a bad thing, you you won't know until you get there, right? So it's like, um, that's kind of how I've always looked at my life. Like 
you there there could be a really good thing that happens and there could be a really bad thing that happens but that bad thing happens so another great thing can happen so it's you never know like in life what what the next step is for you and i think that i i might have butchered that story but it made sense to me yeah that's all that matters i got i definitely got the idea yeah again that's where i'm at i'm just like i'm going to teach keep taking these steps forward not knowing where they lead you know where the edge of the cliff is whatever because everything i've done has gotten me to this point in my life and there's been ups there's been downs there's been goods there's been bads there's been fucking amazing points and i just imagine if i keep going down this path like Fuck, it's leading somewhere. Yeah. And I imagine, I mean, I believe that I'm a good person and that my intentions are to help people and, you know, change people's lives and inspire them to, you know, do amazing things with their lives. Whether it be anything to do with travel or just being a good husband, wife, son, brother, sister, you know, anything, friend. Yeah. It's just, I think what we're doing is just trying to inspire people. And at the end of the day, if you can move one person to do something that they've always wanted to do, but you know, didn't have the courage to do or didn't have the belief to do, then you're making a difference. Yeah. And we're about to push this two hour mark. Um, we go on all night. This yeah. is great. Man, we live together for a reason, but yeah. I mean, all in all, I mean, it's to like kind of, I guess, wrap things up. It's going to be interesting for us wrapping things up too as friends because we're, I mean, we're going on a separate path than you, but yeah. I mean, this is just, this is what we do. Yeah. Separate path for now. Yeah, yeah, for now. Yeah. We're going to come back together again, but yeah, and man. Zach uh, will be coming to visit us yeah. on a portion of this trip without a doubt. So yeah. he will revisit the podcast for sure. Yeah. Most definitely. Thanks he, for sharing your story, bro. Yeah. yeah. A little Thanks. bit. Yeah. yeah. Just a little bit. A little piece. A, yeah. a nugget. Yeah. A nugget for sure. Hopefully it was a good one. Much love, yeah. man. For both of y'all. No, I was hoping. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> first. Um, closing. Just go, people. Like, Whatever it is, whatever that thing is that you've got inside of you that's just telling you to try something different, whatever, you know, passion or fire that you have. Just do it. Check it out. Or find even it. if you don't know what try it is, it just it's, do it's, something. Find your yeah. why or find your why not. Yeah. Just yeah. go for it. I that mean, should be the title of this. Yeah. I mean... It's just crazy. Go for it. Do something crazy. Do something crazy. This is a good podcast. Great. Thanks, guys. All right, y'all. Great. Catch y'all later. Much love, y'all. Peace. Keep your